fuckable trash can. See, this just reminds me of the Ask Reddit thread. Um, like, what turns you on that really shouldn't? I feel like that qualifies. A fuckable trash can? Unmute the microphone. You're yeah. a dick. Uh, I did because it was <laughs> muted that entire intro sequence, yeah, like it always is. <laughs> no, it's never always muted. It's almost always muted for yeah, the but you, you give entire us, fucking intro sequence. You, you give no. us the like split second of unfurled. Yeah. Did you do it that time? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're listening to it in your yeah in your headphones i the in your ear china's i i actually can't hear myself that well that's because you're using headphones that have a higher impedance and thus require more power impedance okay, right. go at tits can you uh adjust my <laughs> hey <laughs> that's mr go at tits to you thank you mr uh, go at tits can you, can you seriously... give me a solid can you do me a firm and uh, fondle my knob for a little what bit. What the fuck do you want? <laughs> I want my headphones turned up. You're doing the whole rapper uh, you know, up on the headphones thing, like in the middle of the actual recording. Yeah. Like, instead like, of instead of doing that, uh, you know, before when I, you were here just, 13 minutes ago, plugging your headphones in. Hey, you are not the person to be talking to me about time management skills. <laughs> hey. Uh, uh, his should be second one in. Okay, see the very one. See the very. Fifty <laughs> See. <laughs> okay, very very top. Right, very very top. Okay, no. Uh. Mm, okay. It looks like I'm the third on the right. He's number two on that one. No, no. Uh, he likely knows better. Yeah, so he should be number two. No, yeah, that one. Try try that one. See, uh, yeah, just turn it up a bit. How's that, Roland? That's much better. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Yep, that's all I want. Welcome See. to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> I, I Fuck just, it. I We're just, doing it live. I can just imagine a Metallica concert where they, like, stop to tune his guitar. <laughs> Hold on, everyone. It, it'll be a moment. You know what? It's all right. We'll, we'll just cut that bit. Fuck it. We'll just cut it. It'd be fine. <laughs> they won't see it. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll, just we'll cut it. We'll cut, we'll, 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 we'll we'll cut it. We'll fix it in pre. Yeah. We'll fix it in pre-production. <laughs> yeah, just cut it. It'll no, no big deal. Uh so welcome to episode negative five of Unfurled. I am oh, Tal. I am Roland. Oh my ah. god, Adam! <laughs> <laughs> With the fucking uh, awkward silence, the dead uh, air. And, and, the, and the I gulp. am. You didn't hear the gulp? <laughs> no, 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 no. You got to say doint. Doint. <laughs> Stop. I, uh, no, no, no. I find I find that's the the immediate way to make people laugh when they're doing something. You go 
No wind. <laughs> like it's almost impossible. No, my my favorite one is the stop. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I had a guy down the street like just last week, like the whiniest person ever. Says <laughs> so like, oh God, he's just he's talking to what looks like the passenger seat. Okay, but there's nobody in it. <laughs> he's just kind of in the street going. You never, uh, was it, you always take it out on me. It's not fair. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> the neighbor's a pussy. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, we're on episode negative five. We're five away from episode zero. Five. Which wow. means that five. our collect where we basically doubled again our collective works from before. Yeah, what are we, what are we doing for episode zero? Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. That's five episodes away. I That's, planned these episodes about an hour in advance. That is, so it, like that is five weeks from now, but you know that's why we have to start planning now. Yeah. Episode zero, one way or another. Start sending in your suggestions. Stop the episode. Email now. Just what what should we do in episode zero? <laughs> that, <laughs> that is your project for yeah. for uh episode negative four. That is the emails I want to get. Is all of your suggestions for what the fuck to do in it, with episode zero? That that just reminded me what you just said. Just reminded me of the Simpsons, where Homer runs in and he's like, "Stop the presses!" and all the machines almost break. And he just <laughs> throws the page down on the thing and he's like, "Start the presses." That takes four hours. Ah, I don't care. And then just leaves. <laughs> Stop the our, podcast. Write your email. Our episode. Or our episode zero should just be ninety minutes of silence. <laughs> Stream, streaming your living room like just, just watch you walk past every once in a yeah, while i'm just like off in that corner playing or, fucking breath of the wild or you'll be on your computer yeah people just staring at you as you though there there was a look. video up that was on our channel for a long time that was just 10 minutes of me staring at my computer because <laughs> i was testing shit for uh for the live stream later what what about what about my my previous suggestion just an hour of Adum eats a bowl of soup quietly. <laughs> uh, I mean, cake. If you can, if I can substitute alcohol for pot, uh, I'll consider it. Yeah, I, I would. I would consider that I, for sure. I don't actually drink much anymore. Neither do I. I. I mean, it's, I'll it, have a beer or two. It. I don't, kind of situation. I don't feel good no. anymore when I drink. Well, you know, like, I, that, that's the thing. Is like after not drinking for a while, it's like you know, it's nice. Being not drunk, yeah. actually, uh, that's kind of nice. Like, I, I consider the things that I do when I'm drunk, and I'm just like, no. Yeah, everything I've done that I've ever regretted in my life has been done while I was severely intoxicated. Mm -hmm. Ah, alcohol, the, the cause and solution yeah. to all of life's yeah. problems. Every <laughs> time I've ever had a bad, par bad time at a party or an event, I was severely intoxicated. Every time I've had a really good time at a party or event... I was either sober or stoned, one of the two. So, I mean, when I've I've had some really good times with alcohol, don't get me wrong. I have, but, but those are always followed by about 6 hours of kill me the next morning. I think that's because you think about it too much. Maybe. But <clears throat> I mean, as time has gone on, me and alcohol just don't get along. I don't act respectably when when no. I get drunk. I feel like that's... I do still intend to do the beer reviews, for the record. 
I just yeah. don't yeah, get drunk. You don't yeah. have to get ripped on beer. Well, this is, like I said, I'll have a beer or two kind of thing, right? Maybe three, but yeah. it's like I'm not going to sit there and polish at, off a 24 case. See, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm, you know, I, I bought a 15 case of beer for the move, and I'm like, yeah, I'll have like one or two beer. But as soon as it gets up to three, I'm like, whoa, whoa, I'm not partying tonight. Thanks. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, because I'll uh, have three beer and wake up like shit the next morning. Well, see, three beers is not enough. I, like, it takes a lot for me to wake up with a hangover. Like, we're talking, like, I'd have to polish off a fucking 40. I'm not talking hangover. I'm just talking about, like, general how do I feel. Oh. Yeah, no, I never get that. Uh, maybe that's because I wake up feeling like shit every morning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> On a happy note. Yeah. Me, me, IRL. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Sinwenya. It's been uh, a speaking speaking of raging alcoholics. Um, Sean Spicer was, or is it Sean Spicer? Spicy Spicer, Mister White House press sec- press secretary. White House himself. Spice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, intolerant uh, Spice. Do- Donald Donald is yeah, Cheeto Spice. It is, it is Sean Spicer. Not that it matters because he's just spicy, Mister Spicer. Again, intolerant uh, spice. Yeah, <laughs> ginger well, see, and sporty. You know, listening to him talk, Obama's I do, cocoa spice. I I I don't know if I feel sorry for him or not because I can't tell if he's actually retarded, or, likely, or is just saying the shit that Trump wants him to say, and he's sitting there just like, oh my god. This why no we can't. I mean Trump, President, Mr. President, we can't, we can't say that. We can't. And he's say it, say it. And he's like, both both for not resigning. Damn it! Yeah, like for not resigning, and then (laughs) um, for actually saying the words. I think he's both retarded and being told to say those things. Uh, But he was in the news uh, just recently for pretty fucking hilarious reasons. Uh, the what dude was slammed because uh, he's talking about uh, Sy- the the attacks that happened in Syria, yeah, um, and all that. And he actually said that. Uh, uh, how did he put it? He just said he basically said even Hitler didn't use chemical weapons. Uh huh. Just just let oh, that yeah. let that sink in uh, for for uh, a minute. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Let, no. let me just turn the stove on to two and let that simmer a little bit, because that's some serious shit. What the uh, fuck do you use in a gas chamber then? Like, uh, oh, oh my god! So like they don't just put like fucking like it's not just like a bunch of people vaping into a bunch of hoses into a fucking room. Like I, like, I feel like they might have had like a different name for it. Not like, only the peace chamber. Not only where people come friend- out so peaceful, they're dead. Yeah. Friendship chamber. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, not only is that statement fucking the, stupid. No, it's the just, jutation machine. The what? The jutation machine. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, not only is that statement just fucking absolutely fucking stupid. Just right on surface level, that's just dumb. Well, um, like they invoked Godwin's law. Yeah, so he invokes Godwin's law and gets it wrong, because Hitler did you definitely use chemical fucking weapons in World War II in the form of fucking gas chambers. But um, uh, but then he went on to correct himself and (laughs) 
uh, basically saying, you know, oh, I, you know, I didn't mean it that way. What I meant was Hitler didn't, you know, uh, he wasn't gassing his own people the way Assad is right now, which, yes, uh... he did gas Germans, in fact. Uh, so that was oh. wrong. And then he f- further corrects saying, no, 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 no. I mean, he didn't like drop bombs out of planes with gas, as if that is because that's some, different. Yeah, somehow better than killing millions of people in gas chambers. Oh my god! And the funniest part of all of this is that in the process of doing it, like this is the thing: is all of that. He's like, well, he's he basically forced himself into a corner. Where he ended up defending Hitler. Oh my god! <laughs> that's, that's like that's like that's like saying that's like saying okay, so so this guy didn't really own a gun. So okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. So it wasn't Hold his on. gun. He may have killed her, but it, he didn't use a it, gun. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like it was somebody else's gun. Wait, okay, hang on. So he he rented it. Uh, okay, hang on. So, so he didn't mean to shoot her. He shot in her direction. Hang on, hang on. Okay, okay. So he yeah. may have meant to shoot her. He didn't mean to but... kill her. He just wanted to silence her face. Yeah, he <laughs> just... Like that's the thing is he he's in this position where <laughs> where he's fucking he's like basically making Hitler out to be not as bad as Assad. Which Assad, just to be clear, garbage person. <laughs> um this is straight up kevin yeah uh he like, is... why is this comparison even necessary exactly fuck like the <laughs> dude dropped sarin gas nobody holds on... hitler in any <laughs> regard unless they're neo-nazis yeah well but that's the thing is like this guy was like he's sitting there he's like look how bad this guy is even hitler wasn't that bad i mean no he was actually worse but i mean he at least well, you know like see i for can't fuck's sake, i can't man. help but think of the dorito chips or the lays or what or the sorry the mountain dew naming thing hitler didn't do anything wrong <laughs> yeah They're like i i mean god damn it dude like do the do not Hitler. when you when you have to when you have to like defend like <laughs> That's pretty bad. You yeah. should like, never get yourself into a position where you are accidentally defending <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> like this is Oops. the White House press like, okay, guys, secretary. Greenhouse emissions is Avoid- pretty bad, but man, Hitler. Well, Hitler uh, never yeah, emitted uh, greenhouse gases. <laughs> <laughs> like for fuck's sake, uh, it's oh my god. I mean, and like this is literally like avoiding fucking traps like this is literally his fucking job. He's the White House press secretary. His no, he, job is he's to stop the, White the House press. Press maker secretary. Yeah, the alternative facts. He creates. <laughs> he creates news lines I, for the press. Watch, that's going to become like the new excuse. Like, it's I okay like, though. I know how. I know how he can solve all of his problems. With a nice cold can of Pepsi. <laughs> I, I love uh, I love what a circus the fucking White House is. I just I, I just can't could you imagine that? Like that's gonna be if that becomes a thing, like waiting in line at the bank and someone's like, Oh my god, I can't I just wanna you know what? I just wanna pay I just wanna pay my bills, get my shit deposited. Because you think 
You, you know, I like Hitler. Never made long lines <laughs> at a bank. Yeah. I, I <laughs> Hitler so. served his customers a lot faster than this. <laughs> Like, I bet Hitler never made the Jews wait in line. You think yeah. this is bad? Like, oh, oh my god! <laughs> he has a fucking Family Guy cutaway. Oh, uh, well, basically, yeah. But, like, uh, I this don't know. is so comical. Like, it can't be real. <laughs> no, but it is real. It actually happened. The White House Secretary invoked Godwin's law and lost. Is how you that always fucking lose happened. when you invoke Godwin's law. He, well, yes, he just. Did it worse spectacularly? He, oh, oh my god. my god! He got an award it was for a, winning at losing. Yeah, it was a <laughs> fucking work of art, really. Like, like what a time to fucking be alive right now with the way media works is going. Like, you've got the White House press secretary talking about Hitler. You've got Pepsi solving all of the world's problems with Kendall Jenner. You've got. Oh, yeah, that was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a thing oh, that we fuck. didn't talk about last about week. You, have you seen the commercial? No, I oh, haven't. Oh, my God. Oh, but my I've, God. Heard, I've heard Pepsi tells you you're only worth something if you're pretty. Oh, my God. So this commercial is... Fucked. Okay, so it's like... <laughs> you can tell that they're basically emulating Black Lives Matter protests. Yeah. Um, like... There is no other real thing they could be copying here. They're emulating everything. Like, like it's it's literally like an everything that people get mad about in one commercial and then making it okay because well, they have Pepsi. And so. I heard I heard they were using the join the conversation hashtag. Uh, I think it was join the conversation. Which um, what were they encouraging people to talk about? Don't know. Uh, nobody really knows. Maybe Kendall does. <laughs> Down with police brutality. Well, up with refreshment. Like, also, by like, the way, thank you for bringing over this nice, cold, refreshing Pepsi. Yeah, this nice, cold, refreshing Pepsi <laughs> that I have with with me. Don't right you feel now. more validated now, like like a good person <laughs> yeah. for drinking Pepsi? I feel more attractive. Yeah, <laughs> aren't you pushing the world Can, movement forward? Like, I, I want to join the not, conversation not, about diet Pepsi. Not only. Does Kendall Jenner drink Pepsi, meaning pretty people drink Pepsi? So if I drink this, I'll turn pretty. Not only that, but she's obvious. So she like, obviously really cares about social issues. So I have, so by drinking this Pepsi, I'm furthering the fucking cause of whatever the fuck that fucking commercial okay, was. Like, yeah, I I have to know. Like, is this a bunch of knee jerk reactions, or was the commercial really that bad? Okay, so the commercial was fairly innocent, really. Honestly, like if you just watched like, it, it was just. I, I feel like people are more pissed off that attractive people were in the ad. Okay, so the commercial was essentially there's a big march of a bunch bunch of people and like you got a guy playing guitar and he sees these people with signs walk by and there's like peace signs and stuff and like he puts down his guitar and he like starts walking with them and then you know some artist does and then like this lady wearing a hijab joins in and stuff and then you got like kendall jenner doing some photo shoot like rich people do uh, on in the, the middle side of a, a protest, apparently. Uh, on the like, side of a oh, hotel. Well, like she's a, at the like at this hotel. Yeah, doing whatever it is that rich white models do uh, at this hotel. And she sees the protest go by and she's like, 
hell yeah i'm gonna get in on that shit for some reason <laughs> no, no, no. instead of instead of calling my security team to get me out of here safely yeah she'd straight up say get me the fuck out of yeah. here yeah shit i think she would go. be the subject of a protest as opposed to part of one <laughs> yeah and then she's like yeah and like she starts walking with them and then there's pepsi for some reason out of nowhere that's the it just, uh, yeah just, like they just kind of inject themselves there's, yeah, there's just like pepsi there and then she walks over and then she hands a fucking can of pepsi to one of the police that's there to stop the protest and then he drinks it and everyone cheers for some reason i assume after which the police swarm in uh so this and, is almost uh, like arrest them but th this is almost like 60s 70s style product placement <laughs> <laughs> it was bad like like this is the thing the commercial like, was bad not because of its subject matter but just because it was kind of stupid um but yeah. the thing is right uh like matt was saying earlier today it was massively successful because oh, yeah. it's about all people are talking about lately yeah um it's, it's huge like it really caught the they've turned themselves into a meme basically yeah uh, which i don't know if that'll be good for their sales or bad but uh, well see i feel like people already just don't really like pepsi uh speaking of pepsi <sighs> uh so you don't I... have coke do you i i don't okay I guess, I guess my cold refreshing pepsi will do <laughs> All I all I can think Welcome about is Welcome to Pepsi Cast. You, you know the like because you know the, they like, don't have uh, Coke. Yeah. The line of the line of like the SWAT team that are ready to stop the protest at any time. You know they call in the riot police and they're all standing there and the hippie like comes up and like yeah. sticks a flower. The it guy, was, actually, can you imagine that with a can of Pepsi? Well, like it was actually it actually was that. Yeah, that's exactly right? what it was. Like, so and and that's the thing is. I th like the reaction to it was a lot more stupid than the commercial. What, like I said, the commercial like, was. I feel honestly, like people are getting hurt over nothing. It was. It was like that's the thing. The commercial was dumb, right? It was just another one of those things. Is people trying to capitalize like, on the hip movements today? Oh, oh, your cold refreshing Pepsi spilled all over the table. Fucking Pepsi! Wow. See, well, thinking, you guys keep talking. I'm going to go yeah. get a paper towel. Well, while all you're right. cleaning up your mess, I was thinking a great. Podcast name would be Pepsi Cast Colon because we don't have Coke. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, like Coke Cast is Pepsi Cast okay? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what it would be. Uh, yeah, Coke Cast. Well, but the thing, so the, and that's the thing is the commercial. Like I said, it was just kind of dumb. Just another corporation capitalizing whatever the yeah, fuck like, is hip with the kids um, today, that's, and that's what it is being yeah. offended. So it's kind of like. Um, but then what ended up happening is you've got people on the right, right, right wing, you know, the Trumpsters and well, all that, who are freaking it pissed out. Pissed off two different kinds of people. Well, yeah, it pissed off everybody. Well, not everybody because the Sorry. people that are offended that um, what's her name is a thing. Well, uh, so there's people mad because white people in Kendall Jenner. Yeah. There's there's people mad because uh, Pepsi is co-opting black struggle uh, to sell shit. To sell fucking soda pop. And people um, mad that Pepsi is using attractive people uh, yeah, as and, part of their advertising. Yeah. And then there's also people mad because Pepsi is supporting these left-wing liberals and how dare they... And then uh, validate Black Lives Matter. Protesting, uh, I'm sure, diminishing their credibility in some way by 
putting a commercial out there about them. Yeah. Well, like, th- th- no, this th- offends so, everyone. Like well, <laughs> everyone's included because everyone's pissed off. Well, and that's the thing is, it's just, I don't know. It's all fucking dumb. I feel like Pepsi did a very good job in like including everyone and bringing, really bringing people together. In their hatred in of this fucking commercial, which again is stupid because the, like I said, the commercial was. But when you consider that people really innocent. only unite when they all have something to be pissed off at more well, than well, but themselves. The thing is, they all have something to hate. They're all united in the fact that they hate each other. Yeah, That's the fucking thing. They're all united. Thing, right? See, they this still is the fucking, it's, I've mentioned this before, the fucking horseshoe effect. Right. There's all us normal people sitting here in the fucking middle. Then you've got the fucking crazy assholes going. Fuck I yeah, call make us America normal for the record. Well, yeah, but you've got the make America great again, assholes. And then you've got the kill all the cops, Black Lives Matter assholes. And they're all basically the same person. Don't forget Kell white people. Yeah. Bound together. By their hatred of everyone else, including yeah. themselves. So it's just like, well, great. hence the furry trash picture we have. Yeah, sitting up here, like we're all we're a community of self-loathing. Yep. Um. But yeah, so that that happened. Um. That did happen. It wasn't. That wasn't the worst. I just the the problem. Like, the problem with like the problem with the commercial is it didn't. Like I know what they were doing, but. They were it's, trying to copy, I would imagine, what Coke was has been doing. Yeah. It just, I don't know, it just kind of was there, was on the TV, but, and then ended, and I went, huh. well, what? Yeah. Like, it It was kind of like, oh, okay, I, I, I see what you're doing, but but you were just, I don't know, they, they just grabbed at every fucking straw they could as they walked by. Yeah. And it was, it was Did definitely... They have like a, paralyzed quadriplegic gay transgender like english no, no, or chinese no. it men was, it was just a it, bunch of fucking attractive looking young people yeah really. like there always reaches that point where you're trying to like include but, everyone that's what right? they did though they tried yeah. to grab at they every had, demographic and be like the, see we're hip yeah, here's we're the cool. hijab here's the transgender here's the yeah. blank it was a trying to fill a quota for a commercial yeah it but, was it was a commercial version of fucking dr evil being like, I'm hip, I'm cool. When he, yeah. well, exactly. <laughs> when he like, that's the thing is like, to me, yeah. I see that, and at the, at, to me, I see it, and at its worst, it's kind of tone deaf, you know. But I mean, I it it was kind, of, it was pretty innocent, honestly, yeah, like, for it, what it, it was. It sounds the only reason incredibly people are benign. I've seen more yeah. offensive things that have gotten less flack than that Pepsi. Yeah, commercial. well, everyone's forgetting about the Diet Dr Pepper. This is not for women commercial. What? That actually happened. By the way, when uh it was like 2009? Oh my god. I I'm like I'm not making this shit up. It was Man, uh, I I like Dr Pepper. Uh Dr. I don't like Dr Pepper, so I mean I have no moral quandaries there. It's so good. It's my favorite. Yeah, um let's see. Yeah, Dr Pepper not for women. Um it was for this new Dr Pepper 10. Uh, this whole series they had going on. Is that short for Tentosterone? Oh, that one. I remember that one. Yeah. I totally no, do. I don't remember. But why? It. But see, what? <laughs> but see, it's funny because, like, Britain can do that. Like, like, and why oh, is it not sorry. for women? Sorry, that wasn't, uh, that wasn't 2009. That was 2011. Why is it not happened? for women? 
What is it about this that, well, okay. that more brings so, up questions well, than offends me? Uh, this will be an interesting marketing thing lesson for you guys. Um, Are you cracking up? No. I was trying to get crackers, oh, but that, that's I, just my thing. I was, but that's good. Oh, anyway, um, interesting little marketing tidbit for you guys. Diet sodas are a m much, much more popular among women than men. And one of the things apparently that they found is that uh, men view diet drinks as being girly. Ah, uh, um, like see. a daiquiri or... Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. You know, that's what girls drink and stuff like that, which is stupid, but I guess yeah. it's the way some dudes think. Um, and that's actually the, why Coke Zero exists, the black can, because apparently men are more attracted to, you know, products packaged in black, uh, that it's just a thing, huh. I guess. Uh, psychology. So Coke Zero exists because Diet Coke was seen as, you know, for girls, you know, just subconsciously. And so they created Coke Zero with a more masculine uh, ad campaign. Like you, you hear the, the dude talking, you know, the, the deep voice, real Coke taste, you know, like that See, whole shit. It's marketed to guys subtly. That's, that's interesting. Mm. Like that's yeah. psychology. That's a psychology thing. But like the... So that's why the with, advertising campaign not for women is. <laughs> I think it like, took it a little too far. It, it's, it's a mismatched it, title. It brings, it brings me back to like the days of my treehouse, no girls allowed. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. So that whole thing was to market a diet product at men, but and it ended up just coming off See, as terribly sexist and weird. They like they didn't even have to mention women they didn't have to say not for women they just had to say for men yeah or call it a you know big bold taste or like, some shit or there's much more subtle ways they, they might have gotten, to market to men they might have gotten sued by nivea but uh they could have done like maybe yeah, dr pepper for men yeah that's it you don't need to well, exclude that, but that's the thing is like even doing the four men is to me don't do that arguably um, but still like it would have been not, better than not for women well, you're they, not explicitly excluding <laughs> yeah half the population <laughs> they could have said like finally a diet a diet pop for men or something, something like that yeah like but, a little but the, that, that would have been marginally better or, but like i said there was better ways to do it just big bold something have some fucking cowboy but, or something or drinking they, they this shit have called, like, like testoster 10 and <laughs> <laughs> that would have been right there. <laughs> Testosterone. 10. Yeah. Uh, I feel as though. Okay, Dr. Dr. Pepper, that'll be $6 billion. Dr. Testoster. <laughs> and then they, then they can have Dr. Testoster 1. How about Doctosterone? Testosterone. Doctosterone. You know what, though? Like, that ran in 2011? Yeah. Yeah, you remember. You know, just a few years ago, right around 2011, where people didn't get offended by everything. I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I Actually, so, I believe the exact though, the point was to offend people. Well, the thing is, you know, people were offended by not for women, and in my mind, rightfully so. I, yeah. I understand where they're coming um, from, but at the same you know, time, probably I've, don't do that. See, I, Dr. Pepper should come out with a new flavor called Mrs. Pepper. Why? I don't know. Because clearly, <laughs> how do you, well, because how do you know Doctor? They, how do you know Doctor Pepper isn't a woman? Yeah, there's no. Yeah, no. See, honestly, there's no, no sex there. It's because yeah. the Doctor 
Dr. Pepper advertising campaigns are just so terrible, apparently, well, that I've they never should come up with Mrs. Pepper because they would think that's a good idea. I don't actually remember ever seeing a Dr. Pepper ad in my life, so Pepper, there's that. Pepper MD. Pepper but you, but MD. you just showed us one. Well, in the, it's funny because that's actually a psychological thing people do when you talk about doctors and stuff. Uh, people automatically assume male. Um, my doctor's female. Yeah. Well, it was funny because, uh, I was talking to the, I was, I'm actually looking for a new family doctor. Um, and, uh, when I was talking to the health link people, they're like, uh, do you have a preference for male only doctors? And I'm like, no, is that a thing? They're like, yeah, yeah. It, and I was like, it's, but, it, why? but that's it, different for a comfort level for some a, people, a lot of especially the, yeah. yeah, a lot of the time, females will get female doctors and males will get male doctors to, uh, I that guess... That just seems like, weird to me. No, but but think of it this way, though. Like, you may not have a problem with it, but say if you're, like, you're sitting there with a female doctor and you're like, you know, sometimes my dick just hurts. I would like, have no problem with but, that. But again, a you female don't. doctor See, arguably you, yeah. went through the exact same education no. that the male doctor they, did. They you did, don't, but, but it's a person's personal like, comfort zone, right? There, there are people that have either been, like, maybe they've been sexually assaulted. I, maybe they have trust issues with men. Maybe they don't want to describe their lady parts to a male doctor and vice versa. I, yeah. I mean, sometimes my like, flaps this get is swollen. A, this like, is a <laughs> thing. It's not a, no. I don't know. I'd I'd show like, a lady doctor my balls if they had if, I, I if, think they, if they itched. I mean, but I think it's personally getting... reasonable. Your personal opinion on that yeah. doesn't change the validity of that I, situation. I don't know. I I find it silly, but then again, I'm the kind of person where I find finding a gender dis uncomfortable silly just on its own. Yeah, if you but... had been sexually abused by. A lot of men in your life, you might think well, differently. So that's obviously an exception for a very, very small part of the population. And that I can understand. But just to be like a dude sitting there like, I think I only want male doctors because I don't want to talk. About I promise my you those same guys don't care. Or hang on. Or or what? Like, I'm I'm not going to lie. When when I got when I got the uh, what was it? When I got the went to the sexy health clinic. And that old man stuck that swizzle stick up my pee hole. I don't know how bad <laughs> I would want a woman to be see, like, okay, bring out your dinkies. So I, I can I, stick see, a I've, I've had a old man stick a Q-tip in my penis, and I've had a woman do it, too. The woman apologized, but really, it still feels the same either way. Yeah. Well, oh, that, that's fair enough. Is but that, that, that's, that is, that's my opinion. I'm sure that, that woman doctor in, in all likely, has seen her fair share of dicks, and oh, that male doctor has seen his fair share of vaginas. There's no, but, but, but for your very first time, like, where I was like, uh... uh in, in a lot of cases, I think it's also to dissuade, like, sexual harassment in general in the office. Uh, maybe. It, it's probably a much bigger deal than you actually think it is i don't, I don't know honestly i think it's i think people should be especially in that kind of environment i think people deserve to be comfortable how they especially want especially oh, yeah. when you well, have like that, doctor patient thing. confidentiality is, is that if you do have a preference obviously go for it but the thing is for me i just view the having a preference to it if, unless you have like again extenuating but circumstances this option isn't for you like it yeah. doesn't have to be for you you can say i don't care well that, that's that exactly what i be did an like that'll be a checkbox as well <laughs> doesn't like, care yeah like doesn't matter or and na or it, whatever it's for the people that actually need it 
yeah. that actually want to take advantage of it. And it's okay to feel comfortable with... There's no reason not to give them that option. I guess. Yeah. I, I just... I don't know. It seems silly to me. I, I get it. Like, I don't, I don't honestly give a shit. Like, the only time yeah. I would have really cared at all was the first time i got <laughs> i got that kind of test and then after that it's like whatever the, the, mm-hmm. the, but it's nerve-wracking enough the, the, going I mean, in there I've, at I've first been, i've been to the clinic often enough i'm like i don't care who the, the fuck's doing it or who the fuck gets to see my penis yeah it's person, gotta be done yeah well, the person who, pier- who pierced my dick she was uh she was a lady and like, <laughs> yeah I, that's and, like <laughs> like i've and, and like in the only thing I really care about is having a doctor that's consistent because I'm going to be telling them things that I have not uttered to like anyone else because yeah. they need to know. Well, yeah. I, actually, the, the the reason I'm searching for a new family doctor is because mine didn't give a shit. And I was like, I'm done with this. You know, he's the kind of person where like he would ask me what he'd prescribed me the last time I went there. And I'm like, you you literally have my file. Like... Right in front of you. Uh, are you, are, like, you know, it's, it's one of those things like, you know, he's talking about something he prescribed me and it's not working. And then he's asking me what he prescribed me to change it. And I'm like, you should be keeping track of this stuff. So, you know, what you've given me and no, it doesn't, doesn't work for, okay, never mind. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking for a new one. My doctor um, pays attention, but unfortunately is not taking new patients. Uh, no, I've got an appointment in May. But yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, Pepsi on our fucking. Yeah, you heard that too, eh? Somebody was honking like a refreshing Pepsi. Okay. Anyway, speaking of, yeah, Pepsi and corporate debacles. Not as good as Coke, but it'll do. The the big story I was going to talk about today is the one that everyone's talking about. Oh, my and that is United Airlines. Oh my goat. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh my goat. Oh my god. Okay. Speaking of doctors, too, uh United Airlines apparently doesn't like them very much. <laughs> I like oh, it's man. what what a mess. So for those of you living under a rock, uh United Airlines had a flight going from Chicago to Louisville. It's a short flight, about an hour, four hour ish drive. Apparently, the businessman's this was the businessman's flight. That's what they call it. This this particular time frame was where everybody like goes back and forth for meetings. And yeah. it's this little short little flight. Yeah, it's just a one hour flight to hop over to Louisville. Yeah, and this and the time frame, I guess, this is their like magic hour kind yeah. of thing. Um, so the flight is not overbooked like everyone's talking about it was not overbooked i repeat it was not an overbooked flight all right we get it (laughs) it was a it was fully booked the flight was full um and this guy you know so of course they're not denying boarding to anyone that everyone gets on everyone sits down everyone's fine and then the airline goes, wait a minute, we have to send these four employees over to Louisville to get on a different flight. Not right away, but in the morning, tomorrow. Because wasn't it their standby crew is what they were saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, was, it was like two pilots and two flight attendants had to get to Louisville for a flight 
not that day, but the next fucking morning. Well, they couldn't have like clown carted into the cockpit. Yeah. Well, so and uh, so to make room for these uh, these employees, they decided the best course of action would be to kick people off the plane. Um, and again, there's also some misinformation around this. Um, so they offered 400 bucks and then they offered 800 bucks to leave voluntarily, which by the way, if you were offered to leave a plane voluntarily, voluntarily for an amount of money, don't do it. And I'll tell you why. So the 400 and $800 that they offer for a voluntarily leaving a plane that's given in credits with the airline to another ticket. Yeah. Uh, so unless you plan on spending $800 on a fucking plane ticket, uh, it's pretty useless to you. Uh, and then on top of that, uh, they usually put in ridiculous blackout dates and do shady shit like, yeah, it's 800 bucks, but you can only use $200 of it at a time because they give it to you in uh, four $200 vouchers and you can only use one voucher per flight sort of shit they do that a lot so don't accept it and nobody did uh so then they go to their computer and they told everyone our computer's gonna pick people to kick people off and four random lucky individuals yeah four random lucky individuals and again if you are asked to volunteer don't but if you get kicked off voluntarily here's the interesting thing or sorry if you get kicked off involuntarily uh the airline is legally required in the states to give you cash value of 400 uh, four times what you paid for your ticket up to a maximum of $1,350 or so. Um, sorry. Uh, so you get that in cash, not vouchers, not credit. Credits. You get cash mm. 1300 up to 1350 ish. Um, so do that one. Because then you don't have to deal with all that other bullshit. But anyway, besides the point, they kick one couple off. Then they, uh, this guy gets called and he doesn't like it very much at all. And he decides, no, I'm staying on the plane. At which point they call security, the Chicago uh, Chicago police, everyone's saying it's airport police, but no, airport, they were actual yeah, police airport officers. Poli the, like people don't know this, but airport police are fucking police because it's kind of a big deal <laughs> to <laughs> they, be an yeah, airport. They are actually police. They're bound by the same laws. They can do the same shit. They are real police officers. These aren't just fucking mall cops. And, and I don't think. I don't even think you're allowed to like print that on a jacket by saying like no. police without them actually being like law. Yeah, no, no, you're not. You officers, need to be able like... to fully enact the law. Yeah. So you would have to be a police officer. I'm guessing yep. that's why every other jacket <laughs> says security. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they call the uh, police go on the plane and forcefully remove him. And by forcefully, I mean forcefully plant his face into a fucking armrest. Oh, yeah. They pulled him, like... Uh, knocking out two teeth and giving him such a severe concussion that he later, in a delirium, managed to get away from them somehow, run back onto the plane in a fucking... Like, just bleeding everywhere. you talking about how they're trying to kill him and how he has to get home. And he actually has no recollection of that whatsoever um so his name is dr dow uh he's now pressing charges he's lawyered up good for him oh yeah um 
interestingly, before when this first story was first coming out, I was pretty pissed off uh, because the thing is, I was pretty convinced the airline is going to get off scot-free because the thing is, the airline has the right to deny boarding to anyone. And they, uh, you know, the, the, you know, the contract of care, like they trespassed him off the plane. But the, and what that means is they, they say, you're, you're, we don't want you on the plane. You're not allowed to be here. Plane being private property, they have the right to do that. So they, he's now breaking the law by trespassing on this plane if he refuses to leave. So now the police have every right to forcefully remove him. So I was pretty convinced that he was going to, you know, the airline was going to see nothing for this. But new information has come out. Turns out that that whole uh, denying boarding thing explicitly means denying boarding. He had, Before they've actually yeah, entered the plane, he had already boarded. boarded. When they checked him in, yeah. said, welcome to your flight. Yeah, so this is very likely. So he'd already boarded. He'd exchanged the ticket. They'd created that expectation, right? So they weren't denying boarding. So it's actually pretty likely that he has a case for breach of contract on United. Because they breached their uh, contract of carriage that comes with every ticket. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so, ah, <laughs> uh, I cannot wait. You, know, oh you know what, though? Like, the part that the part that upsets me other than, like, it was pretty brutal and the guy did absolutely nothing oh, yeah. to deserve any bit of that. But the fact that, like, he explained and gave them a legitimate reason why he could not leave the plane. Yeah, he had patience. To see first thing in the morning. Yep. And like, and who knows? Like, I have no idea what type of doctor he was. If he was just a medical doctor or if he was a specialist that people have been waiting six to eight months to see. No, he's just a general practitioner. I mean, either way. Either way, he had a legitimate reason. So it's like, pick someone else. I was actually discussing this with uh, a nicer older lady who explained actually that Apparently, uh, in the UK, uh, that if this kind of situation ever came up there, uh, all they would have to do is, uh, I guess, doctors were kind of exempt from this sort of behavior as long as they could supply their credentials. So, like, they'd have to be an actual medical doctor, so they couldn't be, like... a they couldn't have like a, a doctorate, you know a what I mean? PhD like PhD in philosophy. That's exactly like <laughs> they could have a PhD in whatever. Else, but as long as they were a medical practitioner of sorts, then they were allowed to, you know, I don't have to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't have to leave. And they go, okay. And everyone sort of like came into agreement that that was a good way of doing things. If you could supply <laughs> your credentials as an actual medical doctor, well, then that was fine. Well, so if you want to get really pissed off, <laughs> here's the part that blows my mind. So United Airlines, uh, they have four employees that they have to get down to Louisville for a flight in the morning. Um, so they paid out at a minimum for four people. Uh, let's assume that it was just the $800 thing, right? They paid out $3,200 cash, uh, on top of (laughs) all of this legal bullshit they're going to go through. Uh, so $3,200 in cash to these, uh, people. I'm also going to assume it was probably more than that. 
for four people uh, to fly them down to Louisville. Um, and on top of that now with this uh, doctor that they kicked off the plane who got blood everywhere, the flight was delayed by about two hours. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Uh, the, the total, <laughs> the total flight time is about an hour. You've delayed the flight two hours and that's just the delay. So by the time you get from taxiing takeoff, flying, landing, taxiing, hitting the fucking terminal, debarking, uh, we're talking about now it's four hours. <laughs> so it would have cost them less money and less time to buy a fucking driver and have them chartered down by car. Yeah, to, yeah. They could have been in each in an in individual fucking car, and that would not have cost thirty two hundred fucking dollars. But they have a plane, <laughs> and that, you know, like, kicking that's people the off. The reason you need to tase bloody and like <laughs> like it forcefully cost evict more. someone. It cost more <laughs> money and took longer. To fucking put them on the plane yeah. than it would have to just fucking taxi them to fucking Louisville, for fuck's sake. You know, like, it, it's funny because even a lady on the plane, if you watch the video, oh, you yeah. hear a lady on the plane just like, couldn't you fucking rent a car for your pilots or something, anything that isn't this? Like, oh, like yeah, why is... Like why is the immediate reaction for the fucking police in the States is to tase everybody? Oh, yeah. Why is it, it the first option they ever try? Well, and that's the thing is now, so not only is United in a bunch of shit, Chicago PD is in a lot oh, of shit. Like, there is absolutely zero reason to tase somebody who has gone through airport security, been checked, and has so, no weapons yeah, so is very obviously unarmed and not only that he was sitting quietly right? yeah like he, he was he just like no i can't leave yeah, he, was, like, he, he quietly and calmly explained i'm not getting off this plane right which the thing is uh even chicago pd said that this was not protocol for how to deal with a situation oh like this, hell no right like, you i know, certainly you, hope not you know their their whole thing is they come on and they try to coax the person out Right. They basically saying, you know, if you don't get out, we're going to have to charge you. You'll be charged with criminal trespass. You know, stuff like you explained to them that, no, this is a severe situation. Well, even then, that would have not been true. Well, that, that's the thing is it is. If the airline kicks you off and you refuse to get off, that is criminal trespass. Um, and, you know, so. That, we, well, OK, so what, what's the actual legal so, implications of this expectation provided by getting on the plane? OK, so the breach breach of contract is just breach of contract. That's a civil yeah. case. Right. Trespassing is a criminal issue. So that's entirely separate. So they can breach their contract leading to criminal charges and then you can sue them from jail uh for yeah. for breach of contract so that, see how that works well yeah so that that's the thing is uh you know th the right way to do this would have been to walk up explain doesn't matter you know if they're wrong it doesn't matter you've been trespassed off the plane you need to leave right you explain that this is severe it doesn't matter who's right who's wrong in this situation the fact of the matter is it's private property they can kick you off uh, when if you don't, then we're gonna have to take you off, kind of thing. You don't just walk up and fucking like face arm wrestling. <laughs> like, 
fucking. Well, I guess they. I guess they did explain I... to him, but that doesn't mean. I I don't know. I just did. Did anyone see the tweet that, like one of the one of the I I don't know. I think my, it was honestly one of the best parts. My about... favorite ones was the pictures of Negan with the title. Uh, oh my <laughs> um, god! Uh, yeah, United Airlines. New... And then it's poor Glenn. Like... Yeah, <laughs> fucking yeah. The, uh... <laughs> did you see? Did you see the one where it's like, it's like this is the most disgusting and deplorable thing I've ever seen. And I'm a porn site, and it was fucking Pornhub at United <laughs> Airlines. No, my favorite uh, one was fucking Webster's Twitter that day after this whole thing was going down. Put up the definition for voluntary. <laughs> 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 because people were saying, you know, uh, we uh, he he basically saying he wouldn't voluntarily leave the plane. And you're and then, like. That's not how voluntary works. You can't demand someone volunteer. Like I just I love the fact that that everybody will get behind uh, this guy oh, to yeah. make sure that justice is well, served like I, I you know seeing... you fucked up when Webster's dictionary is taking one, shots one, at one you. One tweet I saw was I don't know if it was the official airline or something else but it was we beat the competition, oh, not our customers. Yeah, no, that was a meme that was going around for Southwest. We beat our competitors, not you. I just did. You, did anybody <laughs> see the? Did anybody see the scene from? It's like Bruce Lee from a scene from Enter the Dragon, and it's like getting ready for my United flight. <laughs> uh, and he's like, <laughs> uh, uh, like I just... was. I was actually going to post one of a dude in a gimp suit with the same caption, <laughs> getting ready for my United flight. <laughs> Hurt me, daddy. Uh, <laughs> uh, it just i i don't know like it it's super shitty and i hope the guy's okay but oh he's gonna be fine monetarily oh, i mean it, you know what the well he might be that already because he's the doctor but <laughs> yeah well yeah. apparently he did lose his license so maybe he isn't oh really well so Part of this whole thing, and it was kind of shady, too, because people were digging up his past, and they're like, turns out this guy has a criminal history because of drug-related charges, and he lost his medical license. So they're like, see, he's not a good guy. But yeah, that doesn't excuse that doesn't anything that's happened. A good yeah. guy or not, you forcibly <laughs> pulled. Like, <laughs> yeah. And who cares what, like, somebody did something in the past, so you're telling me that, like, if a 10-year-old kid steals a pack of gum, when that kid's 50, well, like, and no longer seem to anymore, think yeah. that the... Absolutely appropriate thing to do when somebody's done something wrong is to punch them. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, like, he took my candy bar, so I punched them. You learned not to do that when you were five. Yeah. Yeah. Which, by, by the way, uh, don't punch people. Uh, don't I know tase that, them. I know don't that the shoot whole, uh, them. Yeah, I know the whole punch a Nazi thing was real popular for a while. Don't punch people. Just well, like, don't. We're, don't we're, we're starting to get to people. this point where, like, the internet tough guy and like what, how people are actually reacting to situations are beginning to combine. <laughs> oh because my God. every reaction is like, "Oh yeah, well, you think you're so tough over there? I'm gonna come over to your window and like smash it open with my nunchucks and fucking behead you because I'm a badass." And then people. They're now like, people don't actually know how to do, do that. any of that, but still punch you if you do something stupid. Yeah. So don't punch people. I don't care how stupid they are. I don't care how mean they are. I don't care how leftist or rightist or SJW or Nazi they are. Don't oh. punch people. Apparently, we have new news that he was just a fine person, but he just had an unfortunate coincidence with another. Uh, no, actually, that is false. 
Uh, that was news that was going around. Uh, it was just right now the primary news force that anyone has for that particular thing is just some random dude tweeted it. Um, but no, I mean, the, doctor or not, this is not a respectable way to treat yeah, anyone. anyone. So, yeah. so that whole thing about it being two different people, that is not the case. Um, calls to his actual practice have confirmed that he was the dude from Kentucky that got the charges. So no, they were, were wasn't two different people. It was, the, this is the same guy. Right. Um, so we've been going on about this yes. for a little while. Shall we put on car segment? And I, take I a break? think we sure. should, uh, we'll go to car segment. I know Car was going to talk about uh, Syria, so I might get a little, might get a little heavy in the room for a little bit. But we'll be back. We'll read some emails. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any more articles. I, I think mm. this was a pretty substantial. And yeah. after Syria is talked about, I'm sure we'll have plenty. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll we'll likely have lots to talk about after Syria and emails. There's well, only three of us today, too. So we'll yeah. have plenty of missiles after the break. All right. Well, um, missed. Let's just uh, remove the intro from the playlist so that doesn't play. That that might be a solid. Hey, but car segment didn't play in the middle of the. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're here's learning. car. I'm gonna go take a tingle. Okay. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Car, and I'm back. Or well, sort of. I'm at least in one piece. So. Uh, first off, thank you very, very much for all the, the various well-wishings and, and everything that I got from everybody on the show. Uh, first one I announced I was going to be having to take a break. Uh, and then uh, after I was kind of starting to show up in the chat and everything. So um, honestly, just the, the little bits of extra, you know, encouragement and uh, and just well-wishing everything. They really do mean a lot when you're waiting for your chest to stitch itself back together. So um, honestly, just to all the, the listeners and everything for unfold, thank you guys so much for your uh, for your support there. Now. Onto the fun stuff. Uh, so a lot has happened um, in the the month or so that I've been off the air, um, but I am going to again just kind of go on as as well. I could go on with a, a huge list of things that has happened because there has been a lot. Uh, I'm actually going to focus on something that sort of happened actually while the cast was recording last week. Um, so if you have not heard the uh, the previous episode uh, of Unfurled there, uh, just as recording was starting for the last episode, uh, the United States, States went and threw a bunch of explosives at Syria. Uh, to be more specific, what had actually happened last week was there had been a uh, chemical weapons attack of some kind uh, on uh, a civilian target, basically, in northern Syria. Um, after a couple of days of investigation, it was shown that it was basically, it was a sarin gas attack and pretty much all of the evidence that people had gathered. I mean, none of which I've actually seen, but I mean, this is apparently multiple intelligence sources. I uh, determined that the only people that could have done the attack was the actual, uh, Syrian government. And then on the, well, local time anyways, the morning of April the 6th, uh, a whole lot of Tomahawk missiles got fired. Uh, by the USS Ross and USS Porter, uh, two destroyers sitting in the uh, the Mediterranean, uh, a total of 59 Tomahawk missiles got thrown at the airbase in Syria uh, that had the attack had supposedly launched from. And then this last week happened <laughs> in response to that. So first, let's just go, say, with the attack itself. So this was a, an attack that was ordered by the president and basically just minutes after the news broke that the missiles had been fired off and hit their targets. Um, Trump went and 
Trump went and said, uh, you know, this big heartfelt speech about how he had to break his campaign promise of, you know, no intervention or, or an America first policy and everything like that because of, you know, all these pictures of these beautiful babies that have been murdered and, uh, you know, very, very serious and very, very heartfelt speech. Um, I'm not faulting him in of himself for that. Um, I mean, three years ago when Obama was still president, he had actually said at that time that chemical weapons would be the red line, um, that if it was crossed, the United States would have to do something. And then it got crossed. And then basically the United States went, well, shit, now we have to do something. And what had ended up happening was that through negotiations, um, Assad had agreed to apparently turn over his entire country's stockpile of chemical weapons and their destruction was supervised by the UN. Obviously not all of them were turned over or they've made new stuff since. Um, I don't know how easy that is. Or, I mean, it's possible, again, that someone else supplied them, whatever. I mean, there's a thousand different ways that, I guess, the ruler of a country like that could get his hands on that. In any case, um, basically, and, and at the time, too, um, certain people, including Trump, were actually saying, you know, Mr. Or President Obama, don't you dare get involved in Syria. We can't afford to get involved in another war, um, you know, because the last two have worked out so well in the Middle East. Um, ironically, if things hadn't happened, then this would likely not be happening. But again, that is a discussion that could fill an entire undergrad paper. Um, but long story short, no military action up at the time. This time it was attack happened. We think Assad did it. And two days later, the United States starts flinging missiles into Syria. Uh, now, the actual effect of the attack was mixed. Um, I mean, again, at the time of, of the show last week, it was just happening, so we knew nothing. Um, the aftermath of the attack, it is debatable how much damage it actually did. Uh, I mean, planes were already taking off and launching new airstrikes um, from that airbase that got attacked the morning, the next morning uh, after the, uh, the attack had happened, just a few hours afterwards. Um, the United States, of course, reported that they'd hit a whole bunch of things and caused massive damage to the airbase. On the flip side, um, the Syrians are saying, oh, next to nothing was actually damaged. Oh, and by the way, you also hit a bunch of civilians in all the villages around the airbase. So, again, propaganda rears its ugly head. Um, I mean, it's, it's tough to say. The other problem that a bunch of people were talking about is because the Russians, who, of course, are allied with Assad right now, uh, are, we're also taking, uh, off from that airfield, the United States, in order to avoid hitting any Russian, uh, say, uh, Russian pilots or Russian aircraft or anything like that, told the Russians they were going to be doing the attack before they actually launched it. And so a lot of people are saying, oh, well, the Russians just warned the Syrians. So all the really important stuff, like the planes were able to be moved out of there before the attack hit. Now they still hit a bunch of apparently ammunition dumps or, or ammunition or fuel caches and things like that. So you know, how much damage was actually done, again, really only the Syrians know, because, you know, they're the ones whose shit got blown up, but, uh, you know, again, they were still launching attacks later that day from that same airfield, so, you know. Now, on the one side, I kind of have to agree that, you know, when crazy people start dropping chemical weapons on their own people, maybe that's time to do something about it. Honestly, do something about it should have happened years ago. Um, on the flip side, there is also the practical problem of 
Well, now are you going to throw the entire United States military to just remove Assad from power and, oh, get in a firefight with the Russians? Which has now been the problem, is over the last week, uh, the relationship between Russia and the White House has, uh, how do we say, cooled somewhat. Um, and of course, there's all the conspiracy nerds going, ah, oh, this is all a massive fly false flag operation just to make it look like more and more like the Russians aren't actually having a hand in the Trump government. And just, again, uh, get your tinfoil hats, please shape it to the size of your skull and fuck off. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't subscribe to things that crazy. I mean, I'm not, I'm not so crazy to think that Putin is sitting there with a couple of uh, marionette stands, uh, making Trump dance around the white house. Uh, Again, the all the various business and financial connections that are starting to be unearthed the more people investigate are concerning. Uh, but I don't, I don't mean I don't go as far as to think that Trump is actually a, a Russian puppet. Um, but I mean, there is the problem now that now you've got a basically sort of a new proxy war going. If if the United States starts becoming more involved, and now of course now that the United States has done something, you've got a ton of groups urging the United States to do a lot more. Uh, again, you've got the entire fire. I mean, again, two destroyers, which if you're not at all familiar with general naval classifications, destroyers are about as small as you get for high seas ships um, before you start getting into just like little coastal defense boats and things like that. Um, they are small, lightly armored. Now, in modern naval warfare, it doesn't really matter much because, you know, planes and missiles um, so you're not about to go see battleships rolling up the uh, the Mediterranean coast there. But in any case, just the amount of firepower that is in these two little ships is not a, an insignificant thing. And if the United States really wanted, they could just roll a couple more in there and things would be bad. Uh, but again, there's that concern of, well, if we do the actual looking at it from a hard international law standpoint, this is the military assets of one country throwing explosive devices to directly target the military assets of another country, not a group of rebels or separatists, but the actual, whether you call it legitimate or not, the current ruling in place government of another country. By all definitions, that is an act of war. Period. Syria would have full diplomatic justification to declare war on the United States. They're not going to, because that would just be dumb. Um, because, you know, then the United States would go, well, you've declared war on us, so now we're just going to walk all over you, because now we're at war. Um, but it does, of course, has still drawn complications. The other problem is, too, is Trump, again, in his stereotypical blowhard approach, seems to have thought that all he would have to do is park a couple of destroyers off the coast of Syria, throw a couple of missiles at them, and Assad would go, oh, well, I guess I'm going to go home now, which obviously he hasn't. Um, again. The Syrians have been massively downplaying or um, using the United States strike as a way to show that the United States is also killing innocent babies, um, which, again, think of the children is always something that comes up in these things. The Russians are going, you are an idiot, and this is a direct violation of all these agreements. And they've actually already cut off several military agreements that were going on between Russia and uh, NATO powers and stuff about their strike missions and their bombing missions against ISIS. Um, and several NATO countries have actually discontinued their air missions because they don't want to hit risk hitting Russian jets. Because nobody right now wants to piss off Russia. Um, again... Whether you think they're that scary or not, no one is going to benefit at all from a shooting war with Russia. 
at all. Just period. Even if it weren't some, by some miracle to go nuclear, this would be a bad day. Um, and now we're still in the, the offset. I mean, and of course, all week, what, the White House has been justifying it. You've got people on one side or the other side of Congress praising the, the strike, calling it a measured response and an appropriate response. Others that are saying it's totally reckless to do something like this without a follow-up plan, basically. Uh, and there are absolutely valid arguments to both sides. Um, is Assad a bad man? Absolutely. The guys on the show last week went through some very poetic and interesting ways in which that they felt they could deal with him. I'm not going to worry about repeating all those either. Um, but, I mean, honestly, I am in the camp that believes that if there's going to be any sort of peace in that civil war, Assad cannot remain in power. He just, I am of that opinion. Um, he's kind of a bad guy. But how you get to that point becomes a lot more complicated. Uh, I mean... In, again, in his attempts to justify the attacks, the um, the White House uh, press secretary, uh, Spencer, uh, was coming out and saying that, you know, not even Hitler sunk so low as to use chemical weapons, to which a whole lot of Jews went, um, excuse me? Uh, even better, he did that this, early this week on Passover. So good job there, Mr. Mr. Splicer, Spencer, whatever your name is. Um, so that was, yeah, a thing. But it continues to be ongoing. Uh, again, a lot of saber-rattling going on between the Russians and the United States and everybody else. Meanwhile, ISIS is sitting there going, <laughs> this is great! Because in all the confusion, of course, they aren't getting attacked by anybody else anymore. Uh, so, again, basically it's just the United States sticks its foot once again in places that make it all awkward and now they're wandering out hopping on one foot wondering where the other one is stuck so far up of uh down their throat that they're shitting leather so yeah i picked a hell of a week to come back <sighs> but that's all for me for now uh of course as always if you guys have any questions comments or anything like that us at unfurl.net just let the guys know that it's for me I apologize for tripping over my tongue. I've been off for a month. But without further ado, thank you very much for listening. As always, my name is Carr, and enjoy the rest of Unfurled. You can listen to more of us at unfurled.let. Mlam. 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 Oh. Unfurled.mlam. So, so someone uh, actually brought up an interesting point there, talking about uh, uh, how uh, Minty Pastel in the chat says it's pretty dumb that he's willing to bomb Syria to protect the civilians, but won't let refugees into our country. Um, I think that's a bit of a false equivalency. Uh, you know, it's one thing to kick back at a dictator who is using chemical weapons on his people and say, Hey, don't fucking do that. Um, and then it's another thing entirely to, instead of doing that, to just say, hey, all you people affected, come live with me instead. This is similar to the whole, like, don't burn yourself out on the goodwill for other people. Exactly. Like, so uh, just to be clear, I personally like the fact that Canada has taken in a bunch of refugees. I think we're at, what, 20 or 30,000 now. I'm sure Carr can correct me. In the chat. But, like, the, the economy and, like, how things work in yeah. the country don't exactly run on farts. You know, there's, 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 only so many, there's only so many people that you can take in. And in, uh, in my mind, while taking in people who are especially 
in a bad position like you know being at risk of imminent death for example well, uh, like uh, uh, actually my my brother at one point had a girlfriend that was um they they were in Canada under refugee status i think it was and she ended up getting her family ended up getting deported um with some justification that they were in no more danger by returning there than like if they were allowed to stay in Canada. Oh. <clears throat> so like even though it's a shitty place it was a shitty place to be and like not very safe, they were in no more danger as a result of going back from being in Canada. Yeah. Well, so and here's the thing is if you're in a lot of trouble, right? Like, you know, for example, the people, you know, gay people in Chechnya, hell yes, you can come live with us. Right. For those who haven't heard, there's that whole concentration camp for gay people happening in Chechnya. There isn't a lot of data yet, uh, but it all sources are like, pointing to. Yes, it's happening. It, it's a matter of like who needs our help the most and how many people can we accommodate? Yeah. And the how many people can we accommodate is important. That's and huge. also whether or not there is more value to be had in fixing the country they're coming from. Rather as than opposed, just taking them as opposed in. to as giving opposed, the dictators a place to roam freely, exactly, and continue their shitty practices, exactly. And like that's the thing is, yes, it really sucks for a lot of people, and that really sucks. I, it, it's not fair. Um, but Kara's telling us forty thousand since January. Okay, yeah, no, and that's the thing is, I don't have a problem with that number. If they had upped that to like three hundred thousand, my opinion would change. Right. Yeah. And taking that's in like, 40,000 people, that's not a problem for Canada. Uh, taking but, in, you know, 100,000 people for the states, that's not a problem for the if states. If we start taking in full city fulls of people with exactly. places that don't have the infrastructure for this kind of growth. Well, and it's not even an infrastructure issue. It's also an issue for me of how many of those people actually need asylum. Right. Yeah, how many of those people actually need refugee status and like that's the thing i don't have a problem with taking refugees it's a matter of which ones we take in how many we take in right and whether or not we can help people more by providing support in their areas and canada in still do does have these standards like we're not just letting people in willy-nilly there's still a set of requirements that you need to have to be able to come as a refugee to Canada. Exactly. Yeah. They're so, not just like, it's not just an open fucking exactly. revolving door. Yeah. So uh, that's the thing. I'm a big, big proponent of very, of having good stringent screening practices Absolutely. for refugees. Totally. I don't think we should ban refugees. That's a shitty idea. Muslim man. That's a shitty idea. Um, but you know, stringent screening. Cause the thing is, you know, it, it's completely stupid and naive to say that, uh, you know, basically claim that, oh, these people are just like us. They're not like the cultures are different, right? Individual people, I'm more than positive that there's a ton of good people who are there and need help desperately. I am more than positive that that is the case. But it's also naive to look at it like there's absolutely no different be difference like, between the cultures at a, as a whole and to say that to there's... To say, oh, yeah, just come live at my place, which it, hasn't ever ended poorly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, the, so, you know, there you... you it, <laughs> I, I kind of look at this the same way that, uh, you know, you see in, like, zombie apocalypse shows where it's like you really want to help but at the same time you don't know how many people uh how many of the group of people knocking on your door asking for help actually have AKs on their back 
kind I, of thing. I think that's a legitimate concern, being worried about somebody seeking asylum so that they can kind of continue on and the shit that's been going on. Exactly. Them we, because... we don't live in a world where we can take people at their word. We can't just say, yeah, you say you're a refugee. We believe you. That's why we have cops. And, yeah. but, and think of just think of how just think of how it works in prison. If somebody if somebody's in prison for, say, 25 years, 30 years. What's what do you think the first thing they're gonna do when they get out is? All they know probably at that go point, eat McDonald's, but other than that though, <laughs> but do you know how like we all know how common it is to hear the story of you know someone that's been in prison that long to get out and immediately commit another crime because it's all they uh, fucking know. Well, that's a part of the failure of the prison systems in North America. Uh, Oh, but, definitely. But, but, but it is actually a good case study on what happens to people who live in shitty situations and all they know is shitty situations, situations. and desperation. Yeah. Right. You, you end up with a, people who uh, grow up around these, you know, around this ridiculous amount of inhumane crime. And that's it all they know. Normal. It becomes normal. Right. So, yeah. you know, they're, you know, and again, not to say that we shouldn't help people who need it. It's just we also have to, you know, it it also isn't fair to ask that family of four with two kids to live next to some, you know, say you have to live next to somebody who is who we haven't screened properly and who could potentially be a murderer. Right. You know, like there's. Yeah, there's. I think I think there's a there's a nice there's a happy medium where you can say, OK, well, we're going to screen and take in who we can and yeah, help. No. However, we can't take in everyone because that's yeah. not realistic. But we, in my mind, we should be making more efforts to try to solve the problems in those other areas. I think that would be a much more rather, valuable thing like, to do. Rather and than trying to solve the issue where it started is a more proactive approach than taking refugees. Yes. Well, and let's let's put it this way. It's it's would be no different than if if somebody like if a family moves into a house fucking destroys and trashes the house and you're just like this isn't a livable situation come stay with me like wouldn't it wouldn't it be better to clean up that house rather than just move them into a different house to trash yeah, you know what you, i mean like, and, not to say that they're and like, the thing is you know i get that there's only so much you can do yeah right in lay in places like syria we can't just like fly into syria and just like ah oh, isis is solved now like it's not that easy no it's, but you know, and then in the meantime, there are definitely people who do need help. Uh, but the thing is, when I'm reading stories about, you know, this, and this, this is an actual thing that happened. It was covered by uh, BBC. There was a group of five refugees that had to be moved out of another, out of one of the uh, uh, camps they had set up um, because they were in danger. Their lives were in danger because they were gay and the other refugees were beating them. And I'm like, you know, yeah, it's just th that that's absolutely those those five there. Yeah, absolutely. Those people should be immediately just like you get the fast lane now. Um, and the ones that were beating them, fuck you. You get to go back. Yeah. It's like if that's how you want to act when we're trying to when you're trying to receive help, then you can. Yeah. So, you know, it it is a. It's a very delicate situation. It is. And it's, you know... Like, if we had the solution for something like this, it would be fixed by now. Exactly. Yeah. So what makes it so volatile is the reaction of these countries, of these leaders, of these people, making everything a lot more complicated than it has to be. Yeah, there's not a magical tolerance <laughs> wand that we can just 
wave and everything's like, fucking okay. We, we right? can't and, just fix these issues, otherwise we'd already have world peace. And here's the thing, like Carr mentioned that uh, intervening in the Middle East hasn't worked very well. And you're right, it hasn't worked very well. But the thing is, you know, what do you, what do you suggest? Just give up on the Middle East and never go back and then just a lot let, of people would argue say that we have no interaction you know, at all but do then we, we do would we just, not take refugees you know, do refugees. we just move everybody out of the middle east it's you know it, like we can't just not do anything and we can't just evacuate the fucking middle east like, de- like people aren't pleased with how things are going because they say they're not doing enough and yet how much can you do when you're like not strictly allowed to bomb the fuck out of Syria, yeah, uh, you can't just overtake somebody's power. Like, you can't just say, "Well, you don't run that country anymore." And yeah, it's basically like playing a brutal game of political like, operation. The, the best and, we can do is take refugees, which we can't do for everyone. Yeah, like, and um, I was I was watching the Joe Rogan podcast, and they had a CIA uh, ex CIA agent on the show. Um, and he was talking about like, you know, yeah, a lot of the stuff that that has happened in the Middle East, it's pretty brutal. Um, and some of the things that have, that, you know, went down between the U S and what's going on in the Middle East, uh, yeah, didn't go the way it was planned, but arguably it could have gone and would have gone a lot worse if it wasn't the U S there. And really, if you've got somebody intervening in the U S would you rather, cause the thing is someone's got to. And if you've got somebody pushing for power in the Middle East, which the U.S. is doing, would you rather it be the U.S. world police, which is kind of a bad situation? He he even admitted it himself that it's not a very good solution. But the thing is, the alternative right now, if the U.S. pulls out of the Middle East, is what's happening in Syria, where Russia comes up and gets buddy-buddy with all of them. And we know how Russia's, you know, uh, history of pushing for human rights has been. Right. Yeah. So if it's not the U.S. that's doing shit, it's going to be Russia and it's going to get worse. Right. Russia's not going to come in there to try to make shit better. They're I, not. I feel, though, like, sadly, though, like the U.S. is like Trump is really pushing, pushing a lot of buttons at the same time. I don't think it's necessarily wise to be like, hey, Korea, fuck you. Also, Syria, fuck you. That was an interesting situation, too, because now even China is apparently telling Korea to calm the fuck down. Which is, you know what, pretty great. (laughs) Well, it's funny because, you know, if you look at the thing like a frat house, you've got, you know, Russia is that asshole with a cigarette and a bat. And then, you know, and they're hanging out in the basement where, you know, China and North Korea are there. And China, China's got all that fucking like, he's that college student that has like eight businesses. They're all really shady. You know, if you look at them, you're looking at him like, how the fuck have you not been arrested for this? But he's like got all this fucking business shit going down. And then North North Korea off in the corner goes and fucking pisses off a bunch of that business. And China's sitting there going, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. I just gave him like $650 million and we haven't got the fucking product. We haven't got the fucking heroin product yet. Yeah. Can you, you know, calm the fuck down? So, uh, yeah. Uh, the- <laughs> It's just, it, it seems Global like... Global politics, like everybody. It's, it's a very yeah. volatile situation, and people say that we're not doing enough, but I feel like a lot of situations would similarly fall, fall flat because 
who the fuck is going to be able to negotiate with Syria or North Korea? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, so China's now telling North Korea like, under it's pretty, like tell, un, it's like, pretty certain terms, simmer your shit. It, it's like in high school when the teacher's like, well, just tell them to stop and he'll stop. <laughs> and you're just like, no, they won't. Just no, stop. No, they won't. We can't just say, no, bad dog, Syria. You can't piss on the rug because the dog is retarded, has like... T- zero legs or it's just actively malevolent that option is also, it's also a pit bull who has been raised what? poorly what, what, what like, were, were we just talking nuclear about weapons what yeah. were we just talking about they don't know any other way yeah and that's and that's what i feel like they may kind of know but this is how well, it's been well, like, some, of, some of the best motivations for like fictional evil characters are that they believe they are right to the core of their being that's and syria believes they're right it doesn't matter what their justifications are or what they intend yeah. to do with them they believe they're in the right this yeah. this leader the people that follow him and everything yeah so we can't always just talk about this some things need to change and sometimes things need to be done a little forcefully so uh I, we've been talking about this for a bit and we there have. was one other topic that i did want to get to because somebody mentioned in the chat uh, rmfc rmfc that's uh nazi associations whole... and tax evasion oh it gets fucking better oh my god holy shit How, I have no idea so I've, so I've read some of this yeah so for those who don't know rmfc was canceled uh it's no longer a thing um so uh oh my god how do i boil this down okay so first i guess was the nazi allegations well Uh, i read a flavor post on it yeah so they have been um, registered as a well they got their nonprofit registration revoked yeah for not filing taxes for seven years yep continued to do so um so uh one of the things that happened was there's a group called the Furry Raiders, I think is what they're called. Yeah, Furry Raiders. Uh, who they're, as far as I can tell, uh, you know, people are like, they're Nazis. They're not fucking Nazis. It's a bunch of trolls, essentially. Um, they're a big group of trolls. Uh, one of the main ones is actually kind of racist. Uh, not a very good dude. Um, so, uh, yeah, and then the you know, and they actively use you know Nazi esque imagery, so like armbands and stuff, uh, and instead of a swastika, it's like a paw print and stuff like that. Again, they're not Nazis; they're just trolls. They literally do that for no other reason than to piss you off. They don't actually think Jews are inhuman; they just want to make you mad, which probably not good not not great either but at but, least it's better than actual racism uh, you yeah know? than actual fucking nazi so let's just get that straight so they're this troll group who went and proceeded to purchase something like 50 percent of the total room block available at rmfc like they 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 bought it all and uh they they were you know trolling people saying that they're oh we might open it up to some people depending on 
uh, you know, some other shit, like if RMFC meets our demands or whatever bullshit it was. Just a big load of crap. Yeah. And then there was a bunch of shit where uh, there was one fur who got like got in an argument with one of them on Twitter. And one of them said like something along the lines of, I can't wait to see one of you, you people getting shot uh, by someone with a concealed com- car- uh, carry permit who's being harassed. Oh, great. Which, th- th- that actually mm. happened, by the way. Uh, it wasn't furries. It was a thing where a Milo supporter um, was going to a Milo Yiannopoulos event, and he was getting attacked by some of the, you know, SJW-esque protesters at this event, and he shot one of them because he was being attacked by a fucking horde of people. So if he's got a gun, I mean, he's going to shoot people, but... My opinions on guns is for an entirely different discussion. <laughs> um, and then she was like, holy shit, that's a fucking threat. So she reports it. And then she gets a letter back from the guy who, suppo- I guess, owns RMFC, making a bunch of fucking, like, ridiculous legal threats and, like, taking action. Oh, and you're banned from RMFC. And, you know, this is libel and slander and shit. She's like, what the fuck? I'm reporting a dude who's talking about bringing a fucking gun to the convention. Yeah, like, this is a little bit. Funny enough, the dude signed it with a fucking uh, thumbprint, and it said uh, sovereign citizen (laughs) in the... (laughs) <laughs> in the thumbprint so now we've got fucking links to you troll mean the group. signature it, well, no it was it's a it, like he had it it had a seal right so his seal and it was a, was thumb a thumbprint print. and it had sovereign citizen written inside so now you've uh. got fucking like nazi-esque troll groups and fucking tax evasion and sovereign citizen hardcore anti-government also by the way the guy who owns it is apparently a like convicted so, pedophile rmfc so is that dead whole thing. long live rmfc oh my god it's um, a goodbye, shit RMFC. <laughs> was nice knowing you. Yeah, what it, a shit storm. It's a fucking shit show. So yeah, um, owners of sex offender, tax evasion, Nazi-ish troll group. Um, what else was there? Oh yeah, uh, and then there was a oh. thing about how apparently somebody else on the board is also a hardcore sovereign citizen who subscribes to conspiracy theories, uh, like hardcore conspiracy theories like chemtrails and shit. There's also some speculation here that like security costs skyrocketed somehow. Uh, that was probably due to the furry raiders. And I mean, if I was doing security for a convention uh. and found out that your leader is a fucking... Well, it says uh, that the Denver Marriott Tech Center demanded 22000 to pay off-duty Denver police to provide security. Well, yeah. After cause... police investigated comments on DEO's Twitter and found them credible threets. Meanwhile, rumors are spreading of being disputes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that, those threats. Okay, so... That, that uh, DEO, uh, she was the one I was talking about who reported the tweet and got that letter. Okay. And apparently has incurred like $22,000 in off-duty cop bills. Well, I mean, if I'm a hotel and I found out that somebody's talking about bringing concealed fucking oh. weapons to a convention, oh, yeah. I'm going to be like, yeah. uh, no, private security is not enough. We're calling the cops and you're paying for it. Yeah. But I, yeah. So, oh, man. Yeah. It oh, is. Oh, man. It's a shit show, everybody. <laughs> this is like, I didn't think anything was going to be worse than RF. 
Oh my no! Like RF was basically just a bunch of drugs, is what happened. Uh, a bunch of drugs and like some severe hotel damage. The actually the hotel damage wasn't part of it, right? The, that's the thing. The, the, is, there was a lot more to like that. That well, so like kind of kiboshed the, the whole thing. Well, so the whole thing about uh, you know RMFC actually got a letter from or not RMFC RF got a letter from the hotel about why they were ceasing it. Nine out of the ten items were drug related. Uh, and then the other one was a fucking fire safety issue because allegedly a con goer uh, removed the smoke detector in their room, though that particular con goer adamantly denies it. And there is some evidence uh, giving credibility to his claim that they were swapping out the fire system in that wing and apparently didn't put an alarm in his room and the hotel was trying to use him as a scapegoat to cover up the fact that they you know violated their own fire code uh but but so at that, the same time nine other, other related things well, they yeah, didn't like right two so. ods requiring ambul ambulances con staffers smoking marijuana on hotel property despite the hotel explicitly stating they did not want marijuana on the property whatsoever uh there was uh, two items about drug deals that the police were pretty sure were related to con to con goers. Yeah. So that was a shit show. Uh, the damages were actually never mentioned. And most of the stories about the damages, like there was some shit about flooding and stuff like that. Those were severely blown out of proportion. Oh, of course. Um, and then what ended up happening was apparently some dude who I guess doesn't like the fact that baby furs ran that convention, got a bunch of diapers, put them all over cars in the parking lot and took a bunch of pictures of it and shit. Well, um, I mean, the, the con staffers wearing baby fur badges and other apparel was also another hot topic. Yeah, well, the, the that dude who got who was out in the hallway in a diaper was apparently in an adult-only panel about that stuff and then got pushed out of the room or something. Like, he got kicked out. I have heard several stories about that, some of them involving hypnosis, most of them involving him getting locked out of a room. Yeah, no, so um, apparently, like, he was there, and he took his pants off. Dude, he I got heard, like, out. 30 different stories. Yours yeah. is just going to be one more to add to the pile. Yeah. So either way, he's out in the hallway. So someone then took pictures of all of it, and then every hotel that RF went to, um, the, the same person who's taking all these pictures and stuff... And apparently they know who it is, but they don't have proof. Um, went to every hotel that they went to and sent them a letter with all these images and stuff of what happened. And then a description of all the damage and how much of a shit show it is. So all the hotels just declined. Uh, so that's how RF ended. Uh, but now we have RMFC, which is apparently run by fucking sovereign citizens and chemtrail fucking people tinfoil no, oh, hatters the, the chemtrail guy fucking also believes in full-blown like over unity alternate energy like you know perpetual motion shit like that uh and his fa is actually f i checked out his fa it is full of him doing like inventions on how to get alternative free energy <laughs> Oh, my. that sounds amusing. Is I'm <laughs> waiting for it to come out that one of them's a flat earther because I that'd just be the icing on the cake. Members all around the globe. Yeah. So yeah. Oh my god. Oh right. That's 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 a fucking exhausting. Like it's it's actually uh, like and I just I don't know it. We can't make this shut up shit up or keep track of it. Like it just sucks because. I don't know. I feel 
I feel like there's so much fun to be had, but oh. everyone's too busy fucking it up. Yeah. And someone in the chat mentioned that they called for more security on Dio, not the concealed carry guy. Um, no, Dio was just banned from the convention. The additional security was actually a requirement from the hotel because of the concealed carry guy. Um, yeah. I just, I can't. Big ass fucking gong show. Like, what? Yep. Since when? <laughs> Honestly, like, when the fuck does something that's supposed to be, like, this is, it's the exact opposite of what a fucking convention is supposed to do. Oh my god, like, right? bringing people together, people having fun, fucking meeting people, and having a good fucking time. Not being like, I'm straight up gonna bring a gun and shoot people that I don't like. Dude, we, you, like you have me, to remember... Or I'm gonna straight up sabotage this whole fucking thing. I like it, like... We're dealing with... off. A group of people, right? Like, this is the thing. there's a lot of people, and this is a whole other topic, but... There's a lot of people who talk about how, oh, furries, is, they're, they're no different from anyone else, and they're all just as bad or just as good as any other. And furries, lar by and large, come from social outcasts. Uh, they do. Uh, not everyone, but in large part. And part of that's because the furry fandom, uh, oh. one, of it, one of its, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like one of its alluring it, well one of the, the th good things that it has is it's very open and accepting to almost anybody who wants to it's be a part of my yeah, house like... um, but the thing is because of that we do get a lot of the chaff you know the troubled uh, as a lot would, of the fat you know as it would go um, so you know there's definitely some pretty fucking crazy assholes and the fandom doesn't do much but... to stop them um, I was gonna say I don't think we want them around any more than anyone else does. No, but it's it's there's a lot of opportunity for it, and it doesn't really help that furries are still kind of the punching bag of the internet. They really are, and and like that's the thing is being so open to everybody is definitely attractive to troubled types. So there is, you know, it's just a it's a whole fucking bag. I, we could actually do an entire episode on that, but uh, yeah, we could. It's just, <laughs> I just think it's, I think it's real unfortunate yeah. that like, I, I don't know, like through all of you, I've met a lot of really nice, really awesome people. So have I. And I think and like, it's not, just shitty. Not to say that, you know, I'm not trying to say like, oh, furries are just a bunch of fucking No, social and I know you're not. You're, you're, you're it, just it, saying that it doesn't matter. It's, it's that same it's, argument. It's like taking in refugees. There are just some people <laughs> we just shouldn't oh take God. in. Oh, no, honestly, like, it doesn't matter if you're a furry, a refugee, if you're mentally handicapped, if you're fucking, you know, like, if you're a shop owner from down the street, if you're a fucking 40-year-old white woman, if you're a, you know, a 30-year-old black man, if you're an Asian, if you're a... Like, doesn't matter who the fuck you are anywhere in the world. However, people want to say, like, you can't say that, you can't do that, you can't this. You know what? Doesn't matter what demographic you happen to fall in. Doesn't matter. There is assholes everywhere. There is. Um, and some groups do tend to 
attract them a little more than other groups. True enough, but, but our, our reaction to them also matters because exactly. these people are allowed to exist, unfortunately. Um, I know how to solve this we problem. We also though. have a responsibility of making Daddy sure that Pepsi. this kind of behavior is not welcome. And I think, honestly, those kinds of people, it's... It's just shitty that they ruin it for everyone. It is. Like, it's like a couple bad eggs ruin the batch. And I just, I don't think that's fair. This wasn't fair. even like a couple bag, bad eggs. This was like a fucking small This is a long of series them. of events that <laughs> led to the inevitable demise. Yeah. Though, there are people that are like talking about how this sovereign citizen thing needs to end. No! I want more fucking sovereign citizens. You know why? The YouTube videos of police interactions with them are fucking incredibly hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, it is so good watching these fucknuts get arrested for shit. Holy fuck! Oh my god, people. I, I should look that up. That oh, sounds fun. Oh, it's so good. They're talking about like, I am a, you know, class six free man on the land. You can't arrest me. I don't oh, have to follow your laws. Yes. Oh my god. Then you don't have to live on our land and you're going to jail. It just, <laughs> I just, I just don't. It just so yeah, I there, hate was, it. there was a convention run by one of them. It got co-opted by a troll group. Uh, and then they also had tax trouble, all leading up to potential uh, gun threats and security charges, and the convention being shut down. Oh man! Huzzah! Just Woo! that is that is like a drama layer cake. Like, oh my god! By the way, someone in the chat mentioned one of my favorite arguments. I'm not driving; I'm traveling, so they don't have to have a license because they're not driving; they're traveling. Because apparently laws can be interpreted fucking literally. Ah, but yeah. Uh, uh, we apparently sure... you can just change the words of laws to, oh, to yeah. coincide with your own personal so opinion. we uh... should go on to email because we're let's... not far off from fucking two hour let's... long episode. And these these poor bastards aren't going to listen to another word we have to oh, say. Oh, yeah. Don't. Oh, I'm sure people are sick of our ranting by now. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got one from Patreon. Holy shit. It's, it's saying Pat we're, Rion. Not, we're not currently subscribed to the Patreon. Fuck off. Okay. <laughs> and archived. Uh, oh. All right. Greetings. Uh, da -da -da -da. Just want to make. Oh, this one's actually was just about RMFC that we were just talking about. So greetings, oddballs. I'm not sure how quickly news travels up to Canada about furry things down in the States. We but get it, more news from you than we get from our own country. Yeah. Well, there's 300 million of them and 30 million of us. So, yep. <laughs> um, yeah, pro tip for anybody who lives in the States, the entire population of Canada is the same as the entire population is actually less than the population of California. Yeah, and you like fit if, if anybody all of us if anybody ever asks DAE, yes. Yeah. Yes, we do. Uh not sure how quickly news travels up to Canada about furry things down in the states, but if it's news on the one of the larger uh but if it is news, one of the larger furry conventions, Rocky Mountain Furcon, recently imploded for a myriad of reasons. Oh See, yes. And I'd always heard such good things about RMFC. So did I. And it's Colorado. Yeah, like everyone was stoked that there was a convention with legalized pot. <laughs> uh, 
given the amount of debate around the growing amount of people on both sides of an argument, being willing to take a vocal and uncompromising stand for what they believe should be done. What are your opinions about the overall situation that revolved around the convention? There are many aspects to this particular situation, but I feel like uh, I would keep the initial question fairly narrow. So, Cheers, Shashikari. Um, I see 20 minutes ago 20 yeah. minutes of our podcast yeah. Yeah. yeah my main my main feelings about it being <laughs> uh, I feel like maybe legal marijuana is the Achilles heel of uh, furry yeah. conventions uh, also uh, you know the thing with the furry raiders no they're not good but please stop calling fucking everything that even remotely references anything to do with a fucking Nazi, fucking a Nazi group. They're not a fucking Nazi group, for fuck's yeah. sake. I'm, I'm only saying Nazi group because that's what I've read. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. is It's a troll group. How about hate group? Well, I don't even know if hate group is the right word. Troll group. Yeah, it's just a group of fucking trolls. Uh, Assholes. Call, I don't yeah. know. I, yeah, call I was going to say, like... Is. I uh, tend to find that trolls are just hateful people, and yeah, so I mean, I have no problem their, calling their them. Their leader, group. dude, at least one of them was actually from the tweets I saw, is arguably an actual racist. Um, but how about how about hate fur and the fuck around gang? Yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, kind of good riddance to the people involved. Uh, sad I mean, to see what un- could have been cool go away. It's That's- unfortunate to see a, a well-loved convention go away. Yeah, but fuck the people but that did this. If if that happened to the convention and that was the result, then I'm sorry, but good riddance. Yeah. Uh, how about thanks for shitting in the pool so no one else can swim? Like yeah. no- <laughs> nobody else fucked that but you guys. Yeah. And by uh, you guys, we RMF- mean the people RMFC. who lead RMFC. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, this one titled Holy Crap from Zirian X. I wasn't aware that you guys would come back again. Time to listen to oh. a few dozen episodes to get caught up. Do you guys take con reports? Yes. Yes, we do. Old, but now new again, listener Zirian. Huzzah! Well, welcome back to the show. Good day. We are and, glad to have you for sure. And that was it. Yeah. That's emails. That's emails, and I think that's the show. I think that's the show. And that's all. We're bordering on fucking two hours, so... Bordering. Bordering. Oh, and I'm being told by the chat, apparently they're already uh, working on a new convention. So, good luck to the leaders. Um, Hopefully not the same leaders. Don't let sovereign citizens into the board. Uh, You know, just Just, stay um, away from that. Just make it a good just, time. It That's... should be like on the questionnaire. It's like, who do you pledge your allegiance to? <laughs> if their answer is not the United States of America. No, then... no, no. It, the, the actual, uh, like the, the, their kryptonite is asking them if they belong to a corporation. Oh, no. Were you traveling or driving? <laughs> Does oh. this image make you upset? You, we we you just drive. got a new email. So oh. here, there you go, Adam. <laughs> You are driving at a speed of 50 kilometers an hour from Oregon to Portland. Are you driving or traveling? Is this why your poor phones don't survive? Maybe. All right. Uh, Oh, my Lord. (laughs) (laughs) I've put too much faith in my phone case. All right. We We have another 
lovely, lovely email from a lovely listener. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming. I'm assuming anyway. And the email writes, all right, uh, non furs introduction to the fandom. So you guys just finished talking about Dio and her issues with RMFC. Well, you know that cease and desist letter that she got? A lawyer got his hands on it. He broke down the letter, exposed all the bullshit, and actually exposed the writer to a, to be a sovereign citizen. This is how the lawyer discovered the furry phantom. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that, boy. Like, like, by the way, this is a thing. Oh, that's that's not a shining example, not an accurate representation of the furry <laughs> phantom. Um, in Twitter, he goes by the handle at um, Boozy Barrister. And a couple of days ago in the blog post, he wrote about this cease and desist letter. He was actually really respectful of the fandom. He actually treated the fandom with respect as actual human beings. By the end of the day, his follower count had gone from about 300 non-furs to about 1,500 followers. The best thing is the fact that he's actually rolling with it. He's having fun with the fandom, which is attracting even more furries to check him out. He already got a lot of fan art of him as a drunk badger lawyer. And hell, there's even a fucking jingle. It is freaking amazing. The fandom has essentially adopted the dude as a pet of the fandom. Okay. I need <laughs> That's to, amazing. I need to check this out. Yeah. Well, don't archive so, this. I uh, want to see it later. Yeah. So uh, his Twitter handle is, let me just... Isn't it uh, at Boozy Barrister? I'm just going to double confirm just so that we're not sending a bunch of people to the... Yeah, it's so it's at Boozy Barrister, B-O-O-Z-Y-B-A-R-R-I-S-T-E-R. Uh, so now... It, it, and his name is already, like, picked out for him. Now he just has to be Boozy Badger. <laughs> Someone I apparently tweeted at him, God damn it, I've been working towards being a furry celebrity for nearly 20 fucking years. What the fuck? And then he replies with, it took me 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I think that's amazing, though. Yeah. Like, so, and, and that's the thing is, this is one of the things that, you know, while I, you know, I have criticisms about the fandom, but the thing is, you criticize the things you love more than anything else. Oh, really? Yeah, you're, you, it's true. Um, you know, if your favorite band makes an album that's just garbage, you You're... look at them like, what the fuck, guys? Meanwhile, everyone else is looking at you like, why do you even care? Yeah, you're you're more mad about your favorite thing doing something you hate exactly. than anyone else. Uh, I... And this is how I am with the furry fandom and why, you know, I, I poke at it for things like how we do definitely attract some not so good people. See, um, like, I think where the focus here yeah. is is always important, too, but in that. This is one of the things I love about it, is what happened with this lawyer. Anybody who helps the fandom, anyone who's willing to roll with it and just wants to have some fun and engages, we will embrace them so fucking fast that you, you, suddenly you're fucking famous on the internet like, for some reason. This reminds me of, like... And you have a podcast in have, fucking have ever, canada have you ever seen the thing with you. like uh game grumps and wendy's yeah exactly like yeah shit like that is like the, what makes the furry the fandom is, so special the thing is on our side game grumps was embraced by wendy's twitter which if you haven't been paying attention wendy's twitter is a fucking happening place oh my god did you see how <laughs> savage they are towards fucking burger king and mcdonald's is too it, oh yeah McDo mcdonald's like, is like we're pleased to announce <sighs> that uh, quarter pounder in most mcdonald's locations will be uh made with fresh beef and wendy's just replies so you're saying that 
uh, yeah. most of your burgers in all locations will be made with frozen beef still. Sad. And people are like, holy shit, Wendy. <laughs> and they're like, and, and their guys, some other dude was like, he's like, uh, mentioned Wendy's making jokes. And Wendy's replied, the only joke in this thread is this announcement. Like, just oh, fucking savage. Just wrecked them. So, I, I love the, like, <laughs> the memes that are coming I, out of... I want fast food Twitter wars. Seriously. I, I was talking with my coworker about Remember, this the Carl's other day. Carl's Jr. is going to win. Yeah, well, the thing is, I was, I was talking with the, my coworker about this the other day. Is like, the first company to just straight up come out, ditch all of the, like, wholesome family values pretense bullshit, and just come out with, like, Wendy's, you... Uh, you and Ronald McDonald boxing match, uh, you know, Wednesday night, fucking bring it, right? I, the second McDonald's unloads that tweet, people are like, everyone's going for Big Macs tonight. That's what's happening. It just honestly, like when, when someone can, when someone can tweet, like Wendy's on that shit too. Like their <laughs> Twitter, like whoever owns their Twitter account is on that shit. Like when someone is okay. like disappointed because they went and ate something at McDonald's or they felt sick, and Wendy's is just like your first mistake was going to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> like, like wow. I, I, yeah. I want to see like fast food WWE and like a McDonald's stadium, a Wendy's but, stadium. Well, it, that's the thing is the first company to just openly just starts fucking swearing on Twitter. They're going to own it. Because, like, that's the thing is we're part of the generation now. Like, we're the ones coming up and spending money. And I actually, I've, nobody I know or have met at all in my age group is part of that, like, wholesome family values, nuclear family we, bullshit. Nobody believes it anymore. No one. You, ha you guys have outstayed your welcome <laughs> for, for this family values bullshit. Nobody believes you. We haven't experienced it for 20 fucking yeah. years. So because of that, our entire generation sees all that, you know, PC business talk crap is just fucking bullshit and lies. So when you see shit like that from Wendy's, you're like, you get me. The best <laughs> you know? thing any company has ever done for us in this day and age is be honest. Yeah. But yeah. That's so we should end the show. Wendy's has mammoth-sized balls. That's yep. what we're trying to we're, say. We're ending the show on Wendy's is massive balls. For Wendy's little, is savage. For a and, little pig uh, pigtailed girl. Look up YouTube videos of sovereign citizens. Uh, <laughs> getting owned. Um, but with that, <laughs> we would love to thank all of our beautiful listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank all, thank you. all of our McNuggets. Uh, is what, uh, the Patreons are, are our McNuggets. Are they? I thought it was or, just our listeners or McNuggets. Or, no. may, okay, maybe the listeners are. I like <laughs> Wendy's better, so they can be the chicken <laughs> nuggets. The, the Wendy's nuggets? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Speaking of which, I'm going to get that right after. No, that's not you. That's that's happening to me, too. Okay. All right, well, quick. It's not quick just before a... it blows up. Yeah, do it. Do it. We'd like to thank. Yeah. Anyway, we'd like to thank all of our beautiful listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Today. We would also like very much to thank all of our patrons. Thank you, patrons. Uh, thank everything you're doing helps so much. This um, crackle is like blowing out my eardrums. Just, uh, no, you know what? Just before. Remove your one ear. There you go. So thank you to all. Sorry, we have a massive. Everyone, bad, take off your left headphones. Yeah, we have a bad crackle happening on our equipment right now. This shit's burning down on. as we're. <laughs> yeah, it's I not, can see it a flame right now. Well, it's not going through to the uh, actual 
YouTube, so it's fine. That's good. Um, good. Anyway, um, yeah, well, where was I? Thank you to the patrons. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you will help us replace equipment to make this fucking, oh my Bingo God, crackling way. stop. Uh, please stop. It's, no, it's going to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Just keep going. Thank you to uh, Omari and Scream Fox. If you have any comment, oh yeah, thank you to Omari and Scream Fox thank respectively you, thank you, thank you. for the logo thank you, thank you. and the theme song. Also, if you have any comments, questions, criticisms, or if you just want to disagree with my bullshit, uh, be sure to send us an email to us at unfurled.net. Again, that is us at unfurled.net, or just go in your, in your little browser there uh, to unfurled.net, where we have a contact form all set up for you, and also links to our YouTube page, our Twitter page, our Telegram channel, uh, and iTunes fucking patreon all of it it's all there unfurled.net be sure to check that shit out uh we stream uh every what is it every th- thursday, thursday at 8 30 p.m at 8 30 p.m mountain, mountain uh well is it mountain or uh, it's daylight now well, mountain daylight time mountain time just mountain time mountain I hate daylight savings so much. Yeah. So we stream at 8.30 uh, Mountain Time every week, unless we and, post uh, it on our Twitter. You guys should else. next week send us your Easter stories, since it's Easter. Uh, also Easter. send us what you want us to do on episode zero. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ideas. On that note, I'm Tal. Goodbye. And also, in closing, <laughs> I would just like to thank my, uh, well, not my personal friend. But Louis C.K. for being the inspiration for my beautiful drawing here and telling everyone on television that he wanted to buy a goat because he wanted a (laughs) fuckable trash can. (laughs) A fuckable trash can. Actually, his words were, I want a goat, you know, because I want a trash can I can have sex with. (laughs) And everyone laughed and he's like, what? He's like, I can fuck my trash can now, but, you know, it doesn't have a vagina. No, that middle finger really. was for Orky, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, beautiful people. As always, we love you, and we'll miss you. And beware, Foxilla.